Folks, uh, there seems to be genetically something serious with the Pakistanis, uh, no matter educated or uneducated. I mean, we have a finance minister who says Pakistan was created for Islam and Allah will protect it. Or that Islam is the reason why we have to progress means that if you are a Muslim, then progress is your property. It doesn't matter. If you are a Muslim, you have power of a ten kafirs. Doesn't matter. Even ten Pakistanis cannot beat one Indian or one American. But they just keep claiming these kind of stupid claims that... Uh, uh, we are the best and it's a blessing that we are the Ummat of Muhammad and all that bullshit. First of all, Muhammad never wanted any non-Arab. He hated every non-Arab. And if the people had told him that there will be some non-Arabs uh, in your group, he will beat the hell out of that guy, whoever said this. Because his whole philosophy was to get rid of all non-Muslims and non-Arabs from Arab Peninsula, which he did. And then the Pakistanis will praise him day and night. And they say, oh, he brought the complete way of life and he brought every knowledge known to men today or even millions of years. I mean, we hear Mullah, particularly this uh, crook, uh, Dr. Zakar Naik, uh, an absolute terrorist supporter uh, which says that oh uh, many things in Quran have been proved by science by science and the one which are not proved science is working on it as if that Quran is absolute and the science is learning I mean with this kind of mentality and he allegedly is a doctor and he still have no brain to think that, as I said in my previous report, one human finger has billions of moving electrons. So it could not be the act of one deity, whether Muslim, Jews, Christian, Hindu, or you name it. It's a natural process which science are very close to understanding and experiments are being carried out at this moment to figure out that how this thing started in the first place. And then it just keep multiplying because the universe is expanding. The mullahs will find uh, one uh, small liner in Quran and say, Allah said, this world is expanding and science know it now. Really? I mean, Allah in the Quran says that we have created a flat earth with a dome-like uh, shape of the universe where stars are attached and they are moving with one uh, rule because in those days or even hundreds and thousands of years ago people used to find their way by looking at the location of these stars. So whatever little knowledge Arabs or other people had that is that knowledge is not even 10% in Quran and I'm talking about the knowledge in 7th century but the imaginary claims in Quran and by the mullahs will tell you that there is no truth, not even 1% to 
ट्रूथ और फैक्ट इन कुरान कुरान इज़ ए वेरी कन्फ्यूज बुक यू हैव नो सब्जेक्ट वन लाइन इज इन पारा वन तो अनदर लाइन विच मुल्ला क्लेम्स इज कनेक्टेड टू दैट आइडिया इज इन पारा नंबर थर्टीन I mean, there is not even a one paragraph in Quran which is in continuity. Particularly, I would mention the idea of last prophethood, and in Quran there is a state, there is a line which says, uh, "We made, I am the seal of the prophet." Khat khatimul Rasul, khatimul Rasulan. That meaning in Arabic, until. the 20th century was that it is a stamp and the meaning of khatam is also a stamp in arabic language but then mullah changed this to khatim means last and they say muhammad said that i am the last of the prophet the point is being the last of the prophet where no more intelligence is required no more knowledge is required other than what Muhammad or Quran has given will not be in a line which is not even related to last prophethood. The line is about uh, Aisha, his beloved wife, who left one night with some uh, young person in it during a travel, where the night fell off, and then uh, when they were moving. Aisha left behind was left behind because he has some natural need, and then when she came back, everybody is gone except one man, and they lived. And then later, she joined after a couple of days, and then the people started talking. They said, "How come Aisha was was not there, and he came later after one or two days?" So the prophet became angry, and then he took Aisha to. Uh, his father Abu Bakr and left him there. The tradition say that for about a month or so, then Muhammad uh, love came back again, which he said Allah told him, and then he said the people who spread those news will be punished by hundred koras, uh, uh, whatever they call it, and. slashes hundred slashes and then he took aisha back and he said uh, i am and i are you waiting for somebody else i am the khatimur rasul or something like that that means i am the seal of the prophet It's such an important uh, claim will not be in an ayah which is not even related to the plus prophet if the god means to put him as a last prophet who was illiterate did not know how to write and everything he talk about he listen from somebody else there is not even a single knowledge which he had initially because he was kind of a mentally confused person and he used to go uh, outside the society in some kind of place called uh, hira and over there he will stay weeks after weeks or month after months and then one day he came and he said i saw a, a guy he said my name is jibril and i am the angel of allah 
and he sent me and he was shivering and he was confused so Aisha took care of him uh, silenced him and then uh, took him to one of his Christian cousins remember in those days the freedom of faith was common there was no such thing you can marry with this you cannot marry with that the relation between Pagans Christians and non-Christians Jews was very common and the marriage was considered as something respectable and then when he said this Christian who was kind of like clergy kind of person he said that Moses also had similar indications or signs so maybe that he is a prophet then Aisha took control of him and he she allowed him to preach and pray and whatever he wanted to do with some of his companions not even a single person was able to victimize Muhammad or used him during almost 15 years when Khadija was alive and then after that all hell broke loose and then he was used from by everybody particularly the tribal warriors and leaders who asked him bring this ayah bring that ayah I mean so much so that uh, one uh, uh, group of people whose work was to attack other tribes they said oh we have caught some woman and uh, when we have urge we have had sex with her with them and then before we were ready, ready to ejaculate we pulled ourselves and uh, this is how we are doing so Muhammad was asked what are they doing okay and he said no problem anybody who will be born will be born by God so basically when the Pakistanis and particularly the finance minister or this military gang says that Pakistan was created for Islam that is an absolute bullshit I have said many times Muslim League never said Pakistan is created for Islam Kaiserism very clearly said Pakistan is being created or we are demanding Pakistan for the Muslim majority in, the, in some provinces and we will be democratic will be secular and everybody will have equal rights Islam does not have any such thing 40, 40 years of Muslim League struggle there was not even a single statement made by any meeting in Muslim League where they say Islam is being created I mean Pakistan is being created for Islam because Islam has so many facets so many branches that there is no way you can create a country for Islam and then implement it particularly the people who struggle for Pakistan they were all non-Sunnis they were all non-Wahhabis who later took control of Pakistan and declared them Kafir Qadiyazm was uh, Shia and a lot of other uh, Pakistani Muslim leaders were Shias Qadianis they were in the forefront of Pakistan Bohris Khanis, and today every one of them is called Kafir in Pakistan so this claim that Pakistan was created 
Islam and he will save uh, Allah will save Pakistan as this is stupid is her Dak said yesterday is unbelievable I mean if this is the kind of people who are running Pakistan it is doomed it is 110% doomed economy clearly it will never survive it will be in total chaos just yesterday the dollar touched 300 rupees while the afghani dollar is six times cheaper indian rupees is six times cheaper even bangladesh rupees is four times cheaper and we have a country created for islam according to gsq thugs is about to get bankrupt the country is on the verge of civil war everybody is going to kill everybody because there is a shortage of food there is shortage of everything even grains i mean being an agricultural country for all its life we have to import grains we have to import pulses we have to import uh, eatables we have to import oil you name it and the country though has potential to produce everything has not been prepared for it for 70 years no attention on agriculture no attention on science no attention of uh, industrial production no attention on international relations which could add tourism and could bring investment no attention of women right which generates the economy creates jobs and the best of all it brings makes better generations the women today in pakistan are in punishment mode because they have been harassed beaten molested and abused so much they don't give a damn about the generation as a matter of fact they don't even know what generation is because they are trying to survive the beating the harassment and this drama of religion which tells them oh when you die you will be hanged from your bosoms and from your tongue which prophets saw during mihraj you know it's a funny thing the educated people in pakistan they believe in this shit and if you can just read it in your own language this drama of mihraj i'm sure you will laugh as uh, i believe that guy was anas bin malik who narrated this mihraj story in hadith said that muhammad was smiling the story of mihraj is so simple muhammad was unable to control his wives and he was generally very angry that is why he brought ayas from allah admonishing them telling them allah is not happy with you allah can give muhammad more beautiful wives than you and then you will be punished but the arab society which had better uh, support and control for women before islam could not do anything 
I mean, they believe the fact that there will be more, more women in hell. Well, the women are the most victimized species in Muslim world. In Pakistan, they are treated like dogs. Even just yesterday, one six-year-old girl was raped and killed by her own neighbors. I mean, this is an ongoing case with the suspects are neighbors. Then the famous uh, rape and killing uh, which happened, I believe, it was in Kasur or Sialkot when a husband, when a father went to Umrah, Umrah, this shitty ritual and his daughter at very time when he was revolving around that 120 yard square yard fake building, his daughter was being raped and killed by somebody who knew him, who knew her and who was a Nathwan, who was a Mullah. Because in Islam, the men are allowed to beat, particularly in Pakistan, the Mullahs can beat the hell out of anyone. That's why they rape everybody. They sodomize young kids. And there are so many videos on YouTube, which you can see that these old Mullahs, they are getting blowjob from young boys or groping them with so many facts in the open, with so many facts in the history that this shit of Islam did not do anything to even Arabs except making them killers and barbarians by which they established the empire but their society totally crumbled. No humanity was left in Arab society. No respect of women was left in Arab society. According to Omar, women were only supposed to stay home and read Quran. That's it. No more education. And even one mullah in Canada here said in public that the woman who stay at home and in the last of the last room of the home who is surely to go to Jannah. I mean, these kind of bastards, they are the one running the nation. They are the one deciding what nation should do, what nation should eat, what nation should drink, what relation nations should have with uh, other powers. Anyone who disrespects Muhammad, we have to boycott them, expel their ambassadors and uh, punish them. And then we have this barbaric uh, mentality people like this TLP who beat policemen in cold blood by hitting them with strong woods. I mean, killing their own people for something which somebody said in France and then creating widows in Pakistan because France, being a very civilized nation, refused to even say sorry because there was no point in saying sorry. Whatever happened in France was a part of human right. They have freedom of expression. 
and freedom of expression is the basis of strengthening the democracy and it is very important that freedom of faith and freedom of expression are part of the laws of the country because it is part of the UN charter and Pakistan is a signatory no Muslim country follow those that charter they signed it but they don't follow any of it they provide no human rights they provide no respect to women they provide no opportunity to people every opportunity is given to the corrupt and the military gang and poors are left at the mercy of Allah Allah a deity which don't even know himself where he is I mean he used to be above his the cloud according to Muslims for 1700 years even today 50% of the Muslim will believe Allah is on the sky above the cloud but when Hubble telescope came and when the air travel started and the millions of uh, airplanes started circling the world and uh, found out that this uh, clouds are only five miles then these so-called apologetic mullahs have thrown Allah back to billions and billions of miles away now the mullah will say oh Allah is really living in black hole this is how stupid this ideology is and based on ideology you allow interpass idiots and the jobless crooks to control your life to beat your woman to make sure no job is created to make sure no opportunity is created to make sure no science uh, is ever allowed or secularism is allowed because without secularism without human right no country can progress and I have said many times the very few Muslim countries who have progressed and are able to survive they have no, con no control no law against prostitution against alcohol against freedom of speech and against and no law against non-Muslims having any major uh, post in the country I mean we are so stupid that we don't see that India appoints his, his president the legal owner of the country a Dalit woman a Sikh a Muslim and here we have this stupid Islamic ideology which they say does not allow any non-Muslim to be Prime Minister or President he have to be a brand dead Muslim and that is why the Pakistan is totally mentally so much bankrupt that not even fresh thoughts or out-of-the-box ideas come in Pakistani's mind they say oh if we can improve ourselves if we can be honest we can be number one and if we are better Muslim then we can progress I mean with this kind of stupid mentality
where the progress is linked to Allah, Islam and a stupid holy book. Can God save Pakistan? I don't think so. God bless.